0: Hey guys, I just wanted to come on and issue a quick trigger warning before we start the episode. For our discussion about the evil dead, we do talk about sexual assault, um, and that's going to happen around the 52 minute mark and the 59 minute mark. So go ahead and skip forward a, a few minutes around those times if you don't want to hear that. Turn my, i got to turn my
1: haptics off.
0: Your clickety clicks? Haptics. Clickety click.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Remember when everyone used to like have those on all the time, like you'd be texting and you'd be like, yeah. It's always so funny to me in like TV shows and stuff now when they leave when it's like oh someone's texting yeah literally no one has their phone. I shouted sound.
1: I know I shouted this podcast out many times, but on the. Horror movie podcast I listen to oh, yeah. with Gorley and Rust. They talk about this, and they, I've heard it on other interviews with people too, and like people uh, being mad about it. Mm-hmm. But Paul Rust, who's an actor who's on that podcast, says because he produ- he created a show on Netflix called Love with him and Gillian Jacobs.
2: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: and um, he says he said to them like in the edit or whatever, like, can we not have those those sounds, please? Yeah, and they. <laughs> They were like, "No, you have to have them on," why? because essentially, because they they were like, "I know what like," and I'm this is just go listen to that. Like I'm I don't know why I'm <laughs> telling a story from another podcast, mm-hmm. but like essentially, they they were like, "Yeah, we've tried it, and people just don't register that there's texting happening if you don't like have the clickety clicks oh on." Yeah.
0: Anyway, shall we get started here?
1: You ready to go? Are you ready to go is I'm the question. I'm so ready.
0: I'm Liza Poor.
1: I'm Mike Pilasic.
0: Every week we randomly pick two movies from our stupidly large DVD collection. Watch them and discuss.
1: When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter.
0: One disc leaves. This is DVD, DVD Death Deathmatch. Deathmatch. Oh, hi. Hi.
1: Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Hi. DVD Deathmatch here. Checking in. <laughs> checking. How's everybody doing? Check,
0: check, 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 check checking in. Uh, yeah. How are you?
1: Great. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm great. Okay. <laughs> uh, those are our, we call that segment Unconvincing Greats. <laughs> and then moving on to our next segment. It's topics at the top. Do, do we have, have any topics at the top? Do you have a topic at the top? At top? Do you want to talk about the Oscars? <laughs>
0: oh, should we talk about the Oscars? <laughs> we don't have to
1: talk about the thing. Yeah, who well, cares I mean, about the thing? Well, I was heartened. Sorry, lots I Lots of people care about I the I know, thing. but I was heartened. Like, the night of everyone was freaking out about the thing. And then yesterday, like, every human on earth talking about the thing, all social media. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, you know, all the humans I encountered, bus stop parents. And then, uh, that was it for the day yesterday. Um, Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, everyone's just talking about the thing. Yeah. And then today I feel like it's over.
0: (laughs) Well, he apologized.
1: Yeah. Um, Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which, and it was like a pretty good apology. Listen, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to
1: talk about it. We truly don't. No one, Um, no one needs more discourse about this. No,
0: no. But the Oscars, I mean, the Oscars as a whole were just like. It was a mess. Uh, they were a mess. They were a total mess in a really like strange way. And like, I get it. We're still figuring out post COVID world. I totally get it. But there's something about like the Oscars are supposed to be like the best one. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was something very like cheesy and weird about just even the way it looked. And and the sound was awful. Yeah, like it, it sounded like, like, like someone just like put my Yeti mic in the middle of the, <laughs> of the Dolby theater right, exactly. and was like, here you go. Yeah, And it just like, it was, it was bad. And like the, uh, the hosts, the hosts were fine. Amy and Wanda and Regina, Regina. were, were fine. Yeah. There were a couple of like real like misfirey jokes, but there are always misfirey jokes.
1: Right. Um, I, I thought Amy Schumer was pretty funny. And I thought Amy
0: Schumer was really funny. People are big mad about the Chris, Kirsten Dunst joke, though, even though Kirsten was in on it. So, like,
1: people are like insane. <laughs> people are insane. Although I, I'm not saying it worked and I loved it, but like,
0: right, it was exactly that's the thing with that joke specifically. So, if you didn't watch the Oscars, which is probably all of you, um, Amy Schumer made this joke about like. Uh, explaining to people what seat fillers are which again if you don't know what seat fillers are it's like on a show like that if somebody gets up a celebrity gets up to go to the bathroom they have people who like come down the aisles and wait and if that seat is empty when they're about to go live again, they sit in the seat, right? right? And so the and then so the joke was like Amy Schumer doesn't know who Kirsten Dunst is and calls her a
1: seat filler, right? It and goes, it just
0: it just like didn't land basically, like it just wasn't very funny.
1: She goes up to Jesse Plemons yeah. and Kirsten Dunst, yeah. and says like, "Oh, here's a seat filler. Get up, ma'am. Let me talk to Jesse Plemons." Right. It, it would have made, might have made more sense if she did it to Jesse Plemons, right? Like, exactly, because he's like—I mean, I—I I, he's he's a he's a Ruby. shining star in my universe, right. but like
0: Plemons
1: stands, yes, yeah, Plemons stands exactly. <laughs> but anyway, regardless, like but, it was so clearly a bit, and it was right. It was, it was, it was very moderately funny, and yeah. Like, whatever, it
0: was just kind of nothing. But I did see a TikTok from someone who was like, she was like, "It's over now, so none of this matters." But you had Kirsten Dunst. And Andrew Garfield in the room.
2: Oh. It feels
0: like you do a Spider-Man bit where Amy asks her to get up, and she trips, and he catches her, and it's a whole thing. You have Zendaya there as well. Like it's a whole. And I was okay. like, and I was like, oh, that would have been so good.
1: I gotcha. Okay. You know what I
0: mean? But but yeah, like that was the whole night where it was just like jokes that weren't very funny. Like Regina had this whole like standing joke of like pulling men up on stage and saying she was going to have to search them. Yeah. There was a COVID. runner about Regina
1: Hall being horny. Yeah. Was, which it, was just it, like, you know. very
0: very, str- I don't know. It was weird. Um, and I, it was, it was not good. It was well, not was a good the thing
1: where they, they cut a bunch of the technical awards or sorry, they did them in the hour before the broadcast and then edited, edited them down so that they were in the broadcast, but shorter versions. And by shorter versions, I mean they just lifted out the part where they walk from their seat to the
0: Right, thing. which is so... U- like, why? And
1: they did that because they were like, we have to keep it under three hours. The thing was three hours, 40 minutes. Right. So now all the technical people who got cut are, he, he, like, livid. Rightfully, right? yeah.
0: I mean, it's just like, just have your award show. It's.
1: They a also very... did a thing... Sorry, I didn't really... Until we started talking about it, I was like, I, "Who cares?" And then now
2: I'm like, "I'm <laughs> Wait incensed. A minute, I care. I'm incensed <laughs> about
1: the Academy Awards that happened." But they did a thing where they did a they did we don't talk about Bruno a yeah. live performance at 10 p.m.
2: <laughs> so like, <laughs> well, it I
1: mean, I would you know if they were if that was first if I knew that was first I would have let our kids stay up to watch it. You know, right?
0: But it was also like a remix. Like it wasn't what did what were they saying at the end? They weren't saying we don't... We, we don't, don't talk, talk
1: about Oscars or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like it was yeah, something it was like, like that the, where you're like, what? <laughs> we uh, respect all the movies <laughs> and, and we give them statues. Um, <laughs> it was pretty corny. And they didn't do like... I, I don't care, but they didn't do like, you know, the the viral line that's big on TikTok, which is like seven foot frame right. or whatever.
0: Right. So, like yeah.
1: Because they, they did have Megan Thee Stallion there, which is very cool. Oh my but, God,
0: that was killer. That was killer. That was, I'm I'm here
1: for it. Cool reveal, but then I couldn't hear her.
0: Oh, Um, Um, you know what? I fully forgot about until this very second. What? The in memoriam.
1: Oh, yeah, that was. Which
0: was like, whoa. Because, like, listen, lots of people died this year, um, and as they do most years. um, And that's always the saddest part. And they kick it off with a gospel choir. Singing, was it, I will remember you, which I was, like, mad about because I was, like, you can't use, that's the song. That's the, like, parody of, like, the sad song. You can't use that song? How dare you? But then it was, like, gospel choir, like. Joyful. Joyful.
1: Yeah.
0: Over, it was just, it was very weird and, like, uh. I like it's hard to describe why it was so uncomfortable, but it was very strange. Like, like they started singing the Golden Girls theme song when oh, Betty yeah. White came up, and it was just like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think
1: I, I exactly I mean, I was I get what they were going for there. Yeah, like trying to make it a celebration, and also like the time, like, um, the uh, yeah, I, I but know. it's just
0: a weird turn to take. They've totally. never tried to make that a celebration. It's always been a very like somber, like
2: remembering
0: yeah. the people who have died. And it's like, yeah, yeah, let's just have that. That's fine, right?
2: Right. Um.
0: Then also at the very end of it, it was like to see more people who died to right. go was to this crazy.
1: Lake. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> like, there was also what? like there was also the thing where they mentioned they were like talking about the Ukraine and they. Oh, they yeah. They didn't mention the Ukraine. Mila Kunis got but out. she didn't say Ukraine or anything. Like yeah. she, she just said like with everything going on, <laughs> uh, wink wink. Right. And then it would cut to an ad for like donate to the Ukraine on crypto.com. And I was like, you motherfuckers. It like was it was stupid. strange. Stupid. Um Yeah, wow, I have a lot of opinions about the Oscars. And they uh Oh, I already said the thing about doing We Don't Talk Bruno at 10 p.m. Well, that was real, that really that, stuck in really, my craw, I know, apparently. wow. <laughs> A thing I do not care about. Yeah. And yet, here we are. Yeah. Um,
0: but you had some good uh, awards. You've got Ariana DeVos, who yeah. first out uh, person of color to win an acting award, which seems...
1: First in, out person to in win fucking sane. an acting award. Yeah. Like, it, it, crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Like, and... Um, Troy Cosser, is that his name? From Coda.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his speech was great. He was so great. Yeah. Coda really, like, took the night. Yeah. We haven't seen Coda, but...
1: No. Uh. Uh, What else about the Oscars? Anyway, this has been a great episode.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, that thing that everyone definitely watched and cared about at the Oscars. Yeah. Anyway, the Oscars uh, were Smith gone. Oh, Will slapped
1: Chris Rockles.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't have um, to talk about what it means. We don't have to talk about like, oh my God, like, like, uh, you know, but it was wild. Uh, so, I, I was like crawling out of my skin uncomfortable, especially right. when he won.
0: Well, the thing, the thing that the I And the show saw, just going
1: on, just being like, Everything's fine. <laughs>
0: The thing that I saw that was, like, that was, like, very, like, yes, was someone who wrote, like, remember when we thought the wildest thing that would ever happen is, like, the wrong movie being yeah. called at the end? <laughs> that was
1: fucking wild, <laughs> That though. was
0: wild. That was absolutely wild. But this was, like, holy this was, shit.
1: This was... Crazier than that. It's yeah. like what happens next year? Like no. I don't know, man. Fucking yeah. All yeah. right.
0: Great. Anyway, anyway, we can stop
1: talking about it. But I would love it.
0: The Oscars were weird.
1: They were weird, man. <laughs> They're getting weirder and weirder.
0: Great. Um Yeah. So I mean, you know, this week we watched the Oscars, we watched a couple of other things. And also also a thing we did? What? We watched two movies.
1: Dose, pelliculous. We did it. We
0: did it. No one thought we could. We did it. Here we are. This week <laughs> this week we watched Clueless from 1995 and The Evil Dead from Nineteen eighty one, incorrectly stated. Nineteen eighty two. Last episode.
1: Was that me that I? Think? It was you. Okay. Well, hey, corrections.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm. I'm. I'm so you'll
0: be issuing your Instagram formal apology uh,
1: <laughs> to tomorrow. Chris Rock.
0: Yes. <laughs> um,
1: uh, I'm a big enough man that I can admit when I was wrong, and I, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I don't have an end for this bit, and we're gonna move
0: on. <laughs> I love it. Let's start with. Clueless, from 1995, as I said, directed by Amy Heckerling, which means we got a
2: lady director, <laughs> lady director.
1: Uh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm like, we should like do something when we get a lady director, like like what we're gonna throw ourselves a party what sing a little song sing a little song that's perfect that's what we <laughs> should do it's
0: podcast uh our imdb summary is shallow rich and socially successful share is that wow is at the top of her beverly hills high school's pecking scale seeing herself as a matchmaker share first coaxes two teachers into dating each other what why would you <laughs> why would you yeah why would you say first she does this
1: the end <laughs> um, you know what I love? What do you A love? pecking scale.
0: I love a pecking scale.
1: <laughs> Definitely a phrase.
0: You really had me with shallow, rich, and socially successful share. Yeah. That's a good run of almost alliterations. And There's some
1: poetry to it, and then it really, falls apart.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: It's clueless, guys. Y'all,
0: you know clueless? And if you don't know clueless, what's going on?
1: Uh, <laughs> what's
0: happening there? Um.
1: Do you think... I don't think we have a ton of Gen Z listeners, honestly.
0: No. I, but do you think I'm, young
1: people know Clueless? I'm genuinely curious. I think cool young people know Clueless.
0: And... Because here's the thing. I think that... I think that young people... Young people kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that Gen Z knows mean girls. Yeah. And... I so therefore I'm sure that someone somewhere has said to them, "Well, clueless walked so mean girls could run," which is <laughs> absolutely true.
1: Have you said that to them? No,
0: <laughs> no. Um, but uh, no, that
1: is true. That's like yeah, there's a real uh, uh, dynasty there from yeah. like. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I guess. Yeah. Which, and like the John Hughes movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, also directed, directed by Amy Heckerling. Oh. And then Clueless, and then Mean Girls, and then what, Easy A or something. Yeah,
0: there's like a bunch of, you know, high school movies right. like yeah. that. Especially in the 90s, there were a ton. Yeah. But, but, but this yeah. is the
1: the grand mommy of them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I don't often remember seeing films in the theater, Mm -hmm. but I am almost positive that I saw this in Gettysburg with the cousins. Oh yeah. Like, and like the parents like let just like, we're like, go to the movies movies. and we saw a clue this. And I, the way I remember it, and this is probably totally wrong, but I, um, when I see movies, so I uh, I have always wanted to be an actor. Yeah. So when I see movies, I get, like, very into it. Like, I get very just, like... Both when it's a good story and something that I'm really into, I get very excited about that. I get very excited about watching people do the thing that I want to be doing and, right. and taking notes, I guess. But, like, mostly just like, wow, that was such a good acting
2: choice. It's <laughs> yeah, very yeah.
0: stupid and nerdy. No, you, yeah. Um, but I've always done that. And, like, I, I, you know, just, like, buzzing coming out of theaters, mm-hmm. like even when it's not a movie that I particularly loved, if there was a really great performance in it, it's just like, oh my God, I love yeah. this? Um, and so I remember being very excited leaving the theater and everyone else was kind of like, yeah, that was fine. <laughs> and I was like, okay, calm it down. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Don't be a dork. <laughs> and like, I remember like actively being, and i and, my cousins are lovely yeah, they not, not do yeah, anything yeah, yeah. wrong um but it was just like the i just i it's a it's a distinct feeling that i remember being like being like okay be
1: cool be yeah cool. <laughs> don't be too excited about right. this. totally um um i yeah. don't remember seeing this movie the first time but we must have just rented it or something and yeah. cuz it was and then i remember it being on all the time, like my mom loved this movie. Really? Yeah, and I love I, think, that. I
0: didn't know that. I think
1: my dad liked it a lot too, and I and like they, you know, it was just. I mean, you were saying every word along with the movie.
0: I was not and saying I d- every word. I was very good. I only said a few words.
1: <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> but like, I could have also because I know every word of this movie. It's. I mean, I do. I you know we we this is an overused word we've discussed it many times but it is an iconic movie it like truly it really is. is yeah especially for people of a certain age yeah um, ancient people pushing forty <laughs> <laughs> ancient, <laughs> ancient crones ancient crones and wizened old prospectors like me <laughs> yeah um,
0: yeah yeah but well, I mean let's talk about the performance and stuff you've got great actors in it you've got Alicia. Silverstone And yeah. you've got Paul
1: Rudd, little baby Paul Rudd. Yeah. Let's stop at Alicia Silverstone for a second.
0: Okay.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. Like,
1: so good. So funny. Yeah. Every note is perfect. So so this is based on a Jane Austen it's novel, right? Emma, right? Emma? Yeah. Okay, yes, right. And she's, the whole premise is she's fixing everyone else's life, but what about her? Yes. Kind of. That's it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but set in a Beverly Hills High School. Yeah, yeah.
0: She it's like she thinks she has everything together, and she's meddling in everyone else's life, trying to fix their life, and then has the realization that she doesn't actually know what's going on either. Right. And is
1: clueless.
0: <gasps>
1: and is evil dead. <laughs> no, wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait,
0: no. Um, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, no, and so Alicia Silverstone, it's a tall order because she's mm-hmm. at t- she's. Uh, I mean, the script is so good, but she's at times, she has to be empathetic. You have to like her. Right. She has to be a clueless Beverly Hills teen. Right. Who is like so out of touch and rich. Mm -hmm. It's a caricature, Mm -hmm. but one that you like. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just such an interesting uh, role and in the wrong hands could be... Someone that you're like, oh, I want to murder this I person. Hate
0: this person, yeah.
1: And it could, or it could just be a, a goofy caricature, right? But Alicia Silverstone is so good, yeah, and uh, like and, so funny, it's right? Just exactly, little, like
0: and and the, the comedy aspect of it, it's it's so funny because she she's sincere,
1: so sincere
0: in a real way that like yeah. works very well. Like there was a a trivia piece that says. Uh, in the beginning, in debate class, when she says, Haitians, yeah. she thought that was how you said it. She didn't know it was Haitians. <laughs> and basically, the director was like, do not correct her. <laughs> so... um
2: that's you know, great. so
0: there's part of it, and that is not me saying that uh, Alicia Silverstone is dumb. No, she was a kid anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And, you know, plenty, I don't know how to pronounce words too. So it's <laughs> fine. But, you know, it's just stuff like that where it's just like it came from such a sincere place that yeah. it worked so well. And
1: she's just so, you just root for her so much, even yeah. though she's like not a human that I would ever root for right. in the real world. Right. Not that I would like hate on a, on a, high school kid in <laughs> Beverly Hills, but just like, she's a, you know, the whole joke is that she's rich and out of touch and clueless. So. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, she, so Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Like phenomenal. phenomenal. Like a, like a performance for the ages, I would say. Yeah. 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 Paul Rudd. little baby Beeble
0: Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is like fine. He does like, I mean like this is where uh, we all fell in love with him. Right. And Watching it, and I was like, "Yep, I get. Yep, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Um, Somehow you're able to overlook the fact that they were briefly siblings, <laughs> and well, it's fine. So it's funny. fine.
1: <laughs> that's so funny because spoiler: like he's he turns out to be the the love interest, even though right. they were briefly siblings by marriage. Yes, like they're not step siblings. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. But
1: um, and they even make they make a bunch of jokes about That at the end, yeah. Like, uh, she says this is in Alabama or Kentucky or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like they are together at the end, <laughs> right? So. Right,
0: and it's and they're together and it's fine. There's nothing, there's nothing yeah. actually wrong with them being together. But right. it's just like a very funny, like oh, a little, my, little my game, game of bit very,
1: <laughs> but but fun. And then you've got uh, Stacy Dash, who's her best friend. Ooh. <laughs> uh, she's great in the movie. She's great
0: in the movie. <laughs> she's she's really great.
1: Cuckoo bananas in real life. Yeah.
0: But. And what's his name? Donald. Faison, Faison, yeah, Yeah.
1: as her boyfriend. Yeah, who's really good, Murray. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, you got Wallace Shawn in there. (laughs) (laughs) You got uh, my favorite, Dan Hedaya, uh, who plays uh, Cher's father.
0: Oh, yes. He's He's so good so good because it's just there's this great thing where her uh share describes her father as like a scary lawyer yeah and he just eats that up and yeah. does such a good job doing that and exactly. also like doting on his daughter but yeah. like ju- but also not in a creepy weird way right right um but just, just in a, like, like
1: hard-nosed it's, lawyer kind of way
0: yeah like it's it's perfection he's
1: perfection he he was always he was one of the first actors i remember like um being kind of drawn to as oh that guy makes everything better yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. just and, and um uh and you know i as a kid i was really into character actors like (laughs) Um, uh, Dan Hedaya and like JT Walsh, uh, who I'm trying to remember a single thing that we've watched that he's been in, but, but, um, and then, so like a movie like Fargo comes along. That's all character actors and just being like, Oh, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um,
0: you've got. Breckenmeier. Meyer. Breck and Why Meyer. is that a name that's still in my
1: brain? <laughs> Jeremy Sisto. Thanks, 90s. Jeremy Sisto. I love Jeremy
0: Elton. Sisto. Elton. It's like, every, and uh, every, anytime I see Jeremy Sisto, I'm like, hey, it's Elton.
1: We haven't talked about Brittany Murphy. Brittany
0: Murphy. We're saving her for last. She oh, gets yeah. last bow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brittany Murphy in, in I, you know, this is credited as her like breakout role. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, like definitely.
0: The, it's it's, it's it the role that everyone paid attention to yep, her. Yeah, definitely. Um, and she comes in as kind of this like I think she's supposed to, I think she's supposed to her accent would indicate that she's meant to be from New York.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they're not clear.
0: No, they don't ever say. But uh, the way she talks is it's is pretty clear. Um, and she's you know kind of like grungy skater girl, and and they give her a makeover, and you know it's very like uh, mildly my fair lady. Yeah.
1: Um. They turn her into a valley girl, but none yeah. of that is is um, is telegraphed in like a "we're turning you into one of us" kind yeah. of thing. It's just like let's give you a makeover. I don't know. It's all done in with just the right amount of not saying explicitly like all the themes and all the. It, it could have just been so cartoony. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's not. And it's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's great. She's really uh, wonderful. I did. She was one of those. Uh, in the 90s, if you had curly hair. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: People would just say, you look like this person. Or you yeah. look like this person. And Brittany Murphy from Clueless was one. Yeah. Of them. People called me Ty for a very long time. <laughs> um,
1: people said you look like Rebecca Gayhart from Urban Legend. Yeah. Which is yeah, like, which is I like, love you.
0: I, I, no, you I don't. I love me too. <laughs> no, I don't. Not even a little bit.
1: Yeah, I To me... You are better. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> then Rebecca came. <Candy>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, Felicity, you know, you got curly hair. That's it. But uh, but yeah, I love. I love. This is like it's such a lovely introduction to Brittany Murphy and, and yeah. Ty is such a great uh, little character. And again, uh, it's such this. It's a wonderful portrayal of like uh, French high school friendships, where but in a way that feels a little bit more real. Cause got that other end of the spectrum with me and girls where it's yeah. like, everyone's just playing each other and it's this like, you know, whatever. And that's their downfall. And she goes too far and blah, blah, whatever. Right. And clueless is, it feels like a, a strangely realistic depiction of friendships yeah. where that, where, cause their friendship kind of ebbs and flows as Ty is figuring out who she is and Cher is figuring out who she is. Right. Um, But they're still friends the whole time, and it's just, like...
1: Yeah, the stakes are appropriately, like, low. Yeah. It's, like, Mean Girls has... In Mean Girls, she gets, like, literally hit by a bus. Yeah. So it's, like, a little cartoonier. In this one, it's, like... Oh, some guys like hold her over the railing at the mall as a joke, which right. is so much more real. And I'm mean, this is nothing against Mean Girls. We've talked no. about Mean Girls. Yeah, like, we whatever. love Mean Girls. Um, but it's like it's a different it's a different tone that I don't know. It's so it's so subtle, but um, but great. The scene that oh also uh, the guy who plays Christian is named Justin Walker. Yeah. And he's really good in that role. He's so good. Um, and then, like, didn't really do much after this. Yeah. Which is interesting, because everyone else went on to...
0: Do a ton of stuff. Do a ton of
1: stuff. Do you think it's because he played a gay character?
0: I think it's possible. But the thing that I thought was so lovely watching it was that, like... Uh, Again, that's a
1: spoiler, too. Oh, that, yeah. Because Cher thinks that they're falling in love for Yeah, a while.
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, 90s movie, you're bracing yourself for all the awfulness. And listen, they, they, <laughs> they drop the R word more than once. Oh,
1: I lost it because I was There's, not expecting it at all. No.
0: And it's so. Not that
1: I was laughing at right, the R no, word. But, but,
0: but you're not expecting it. And at the same time, you're like, oh, fuck, we really did used to say <laughs> shit like that yeah. and think it was okay. Yeah. Um, But the way they handle the him so so share he's he's a new kid share falls in love with him is like playing him like oh you should always have something baking when they come over like i sent myself chocolate so you would think i was desirable and like you know playing yeah. this whole game and then she has him over and is like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna sleep with this guy tonight." And then yeah. he's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna go." Yeah. And uh, so we, and then she's talking to uh, D and Murray about it, and Murray's like, "Are you guys stupid? Like, yeah. he's gay." And they're like, "He's a king boy." <laughs> yeah. And so so yeah, he's he calls him like a friend of Dorothy, like you know, there's it's not the best terminology, but but then Cher's reaction is she's like. I'm totally bugging. Like, she's like, oh my God, I didn't know.
1: Right. It's not, it's oh, not like, right. Something. Like
0: it's just, and it's kind of lovely it is because lovely. then it's just like, they're still friends after that. And time. Yeah, they,
1: I mean, it's like, it's a little, like it's a little stereotypical, but it's not hateful.
2: Yeah. Like it's like, exactly. oh, oh,
1: we go shopping together. Right. And stuff. So it's like, right. it trades but, in stereotypes, but it's, it's endearing. And you know, right. And
0: I think part of that is his performance again, because yeah. he's not, Even afterwards when they're going shopping, like you could, you know, beforehand it's like, well, we're we're meant to believe that he's straight, quote fingers. We're not. Yeah. But um, after when they're going shopping, he's not like leaning into that stereotype
1: really. No. Other than
0: just like, what do you think of this jacket? Right. Is it James Dean or is it not? You know what I mean? Like, it's just not, it's a very, it's a great performance. That's
1: interesting. (laughs) It's not, um, and I don't mean this. Again, I do not mean this as an insult right. because this is important in its own way, mm-hmm. but it's not Sean Hayes in right. Will and Grace. Yeah. It's like just a cool gay dude.
0: Right. Like it's just like a, a kid in high school. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I never, I didn't think about that, that it's not, it, it does it does have so, like, like let's go shopping together, but it's not right. like, um, a, it's not an, a performance that I don't know. It's a different kind of gay person than you were used to seeing. Uh, yeah, the in the 90s, exactly. On, it's in,
0: weirdly in progressive for the 90s. I had
1: not thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got, uh, obviously, the thing that everyone remembers, uh, you've got the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. <laughs> 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 uh, performing live in the club in one. It, when, so, a couple things with that. Yes. Um, I had forgotten about this until watching it, and then I did some research, and I was like, yes, okay, that's right. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones did have a full-time dancer. Yeah. A guy whose only job was to be on stage.
0: The hype man.
1: Skanking, which is the, the ska dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His <laughs> only thing, I read a whole interview with him. Seems lovely. Um, that man is featured prominently in the movie. so yeah. he for, <laughs> for the ages he lives on. Um, the Mighty Mighty Bostones had a Boss full-time Tones.
0: dancer. I love it. It's a crazy
1: fact. And then... Also, the thing that struck me about that and then just like like when it starts and the music and the costumes and all these things, mm-hmm. it it's like if you were making a goofy 90, 90s set thing now, it wouldn't look any different. Yeah. By which I mean like it's almost as if they were making a period piece about the time they were living in. Right. It's so... And I, I was trying to... Anyway, go ahead.
0: Well, no, I just to comment on that, the thing that's amazing is that I was reading about the costume. Like, you think about Clueless and you've got these iconic 90s uh, costumes. And so you're like, oh, the costume budget must have been insane. And it's like, no, that was just the clothes right. that the people were wearing. <laughs> yeah. And it, you're right, it feels like a weird parody, a weird period piece, but it's just so... 90s. It's
1: just so what it is. Like, yeah. And I'm tr- and I'm, like, but so I was trying to think of, is there anything now that feels that way that's just trying aggressively in the language and the costumes and the music to mm. be 2022? And like the closest thing is probably euphoria. Euphoria, yeah, exactly. Um, which is just over like trying to aggressively be right, which is of its now time.
0: Which is funny because it kind of aggressively features a lot of '90s fashion because that's what's in right oh, now. Oh,
1: Okay. Um, okay. I also
0: okay. need to to make the comment that within the first, I'm gonna say two minutes of this film, we have three different '90s songs. I know. I wrote you have that down. Kids in it starts with Kids in America, and then you have uh, wait maybe it's four. Kids in America. I wrote Fashion, Kids in America, Just a Girl, and Shoop.
1: Oh, yeah. That's all within two minutes.
0: Within, like, two minutes. And it's just Which, like, this is what the music sounded like. And it's like, yes, it is. But
1: usually, <laughs> and this is, you know, usually I can't stand that. Yeah. Like, like the aggressive needle drops. Yeah. Um, the movie that, that always comes to mind when I think about that, of just beating you in the face... With music you've heard of, uh-huh. um, in the first three minutes, just to like be like, oh, here we are yeah. is uh, the first Suicide Squad movie
2: oh. which we saw in the theater,
1: and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm I gonna end it. my life. <laughs> like this is so unpleasant. Yeah, but here it really works. <laughs> I don't know why, um, but it does. Uh, I mean, the, there's so many. So the scene you, we were talking about with the where Murray and Dee tell Cher that Christian, Christian is gay, is, gay yeah. is the freeway scene. Yeah. Which watching <laughs> it again, I, I mean, so uh, Dee's is learning to drive and she accidentally gets on the freeway, and yeah. it's just a, a little set piece in the middle of the movie where they. Well, and it's
0: a very like L.A. thing. Like you, yeah. I don't think like if you've not driven in L.A., I don't know that you and I'm not saying this to be like, you don't know, but (laughs) if you haven't driven in LA, like that was a, that was a weird culture shocky thing for me when we moved to LA.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Uh, especially just like driving wise, like there's nothing quite like it.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, but that scene is like, that scene should be taught in film school. Like along with the, (laughs) the, the steps in Battleship Potemkin from 1920, (laughs) whatever. Um, like it is so the edit, it was so funny watching it this time. And the like, it, it really reminded me actually of, uh, almost, uh, a Sam Raimi kind of style oh. of just these, these crazy screams yeah. and the, the cutting of it. And the, over it was so fun. Was and really I, great. I was like, you know, it's not often that I, you get legit LOLs <laughs> yeah. out of old Mike P watching a comedy. But I was like dying watching that scene.
0: Yeah. The other thing that I very quickly want to comment on that in line with the, uh, Christian being gay thing, um, there's a weird thing with food and diet culture in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of Cher commenting and, and having these lines like, I ate three peanut butter MMs, like, right. I feel like Ralphing, like, whatever. Right. And, like, we have to go to gym because I did this and that alone. At least it's exercise, you know? And it's like, it's weird because. Like, obviously, I'm someone who has my eye out for that kind of thing. Um, And it didn't feel uncomfortable or bad in this film. And it was almost like the perfect way to address that this is a thing. And which is which is crazy to say, because in the 90s, I don't know that people were so aware of, like, diet culture in general. Like, they do buns of steel in this thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like...
1: You mean of it... Sorry, I'm sorry to go Do you mean they weren't aware of it being harmful or they weren't aware of it? Yeah,
0: like, aware of it, like, being, like... Like, I think now... I, I know that a lot of, like, millennials talk about the very specific diet culture growing up. Yeah. Fat millennials, like Weight Watchers and like all Slim and fast and all yeah,
1: that. Yeah, and, and Jenny just Craig. like right.
0: And nineties uh aesthetic was was I mean heroin chic was a thing where it was like right. as were, thin as you can be. Yeah. Um, and that was the reigning popular thing. Whereas now it's a little bit more, it's not good. It's not better, but it's a little (laughs) bit more about like having curves is a good thing. You know what I mean? But when I was a child in my formative puberty years, when I was nothing but tits and hips and ass, it was like, you should be, you should, you want to look like a box. That's the ideal. Um, so So, and it it felt like, and maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit, but it felt like, uh, I mean, Amy Heckerling wrote it as well. So it felt like she... Uh, recognized that and slipped these things in, not only because you have to, because you're portraying these kids, and that's very important um, in that culture, but also poking a little bit of fun at it and yeah. saying, like, "Isn't this ridiculous?" Yeah,
1: it was another um, shallow aspect of her personality, like yeah. the, the M and M's joke. It yeah, like, exactly. The joke, you know, it's a
0: joke, exactly, and that was like very interesting and nice to see. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, um,
1: but about the boss tones.
0: About the mighty, mighty <laughs> boss
1: tones. <laughs> no, I think uh, it's and it 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 flies by this movie. And yeah, like, it really, it's really tight, super tight, and we
0: do a lot in that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like I, it's one of the first movies I remember being aware of, like the character arcs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's all about the characters in a way that, um, and, and it's and they are foregrounded like it's not leading to a big prom. It's yeah. It's not leading yeah. to some big like, like uh, event at the end. It's all about the characters and their arcs and like their, how they relate to each other and tie and share, uh, you know, it has a little bit of that thing I love, uh, which I've, I think I've said this before, but I have this like, I've this um, pattern, this like story pattern that I've recognized in some of my favorite movies. Um, and I'm sure I've said this before, but Magic Mike, All About Eve, and The Favorite all mm-hmm. have this thing where it's like, there's someone who's at the top and they bring on, they bring on a, a someone to mentor. Yeah. And then that person becomes a monster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And I like, I'm so into that. And this almost has that because of the way, because of Ty. Right. Um, but it's like, they still all end up friends together and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's all about those characters and the arcs and stuff like that. I'm just uh, in in love with that kind of thing. Like realizing that it doesn't lead to the prom. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Was a big one. What I was like. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just all about these these characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's he was sorry. I'm trying to read this note. (laughs) I had no idea he was so motivated. That's what it was. Sorry. I forget who they're talking about. Oh, they're talking about Brecken Meyer's character uh-huh. when he is—he's um, a skateboarder and he he quits weed. Yeah, and then he, he starts going to the uh, the Narcotics Anonymous meetings or whatever. <laughs> and he's then, like, there are
0: these steps, and she's like, twelve.
1: Right, and then yeah, Ty you know? <laughs> Ty falls in love with him and or starts dating him at least. And um, Cher says, oh, I had no idea he was so motivated about, like, his, his things that he's working on. Mm-hmm. And it just, it struck me that the movie is so much about, like, um, not being smart, but working hard and being good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, you don't have to be smart, like, annoying Paul Rudd, um, <laughs> but you do have to be, like, willing to work hard yeah. and put in the, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I, I, and that's, like, the... That hard work maybe isn't the right thing but just kind of um motivated yeah to like better yourself
0: yeah you know yeah yeah
1: um is such an important value at the core of the movie which i really liked a lot yeah
0: definitely yeah and i you know i i love this movie that it's still the part Obviously, like I've seen this movie a thousand times, hadn't seen it in a while, so it was really nice to like sit down and watch it. Yeah, right. And the part where they kiss at the end, I was just like, oh,
1: like (laughs) it was, it was
0: perfect, you know. And it's like I've seen that a thousand times; I know where this is going, and I loved it. I loved watching them fall in love, and like it's so lovely. (laughs) We're gushing. We're gushing. We love Clueless.
1: Oh, I thought I had more notes, but I don't.
0: Great. Well, we've been talking for 40 minutes already. Great.
1: So, Perfect. Um, but also, yeah. Clueless, heard of it?
0: Right, exactly. Like it, feels, it feels almost silly to talk about it because it's just like, it's such a classic. But um, if for some reason you haven't seen Clueless, you must.
1: You, you must. must. You, you must. must. We have ruined the entire movie, but still, you got to see it. It's still.
0: <laughs> okay, is it available?
1: It's on HBO Max.
0: We love that. Convenient. Yeah. Uh. Love it. Great. Um, hey, question for you. Answer for you. What's the connection?
1: This is my favorite connection so far.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: This is a great one. Okay. Dan Hedaya, yes. aforementioned, plays Cher's father in Clueless. Yes. He was in the movie Blood Simple from 1984. Sure, sure. The Coen Brothers' first film. Yes. Oh. In which he played Julian Marty. Uh huh. Now, in order to get the movie made, they made a trailer first. And who played Julian Marty in the fake trailer for Blood Simple that they showed to investors? Bruce Campbell.
0: Boom! Goes the an dynamite. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure one of the Coen brothers produced Evil Dead.
1: Yeah, probably. I I'm sure you're right. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. I think, cause that they was, all, I think that
0: was a trivia that I saw because
1: they all live together. Like yeah. they all like the Coen brothers and Sam Raimi are intertwined. Yeah, um, uh, they're they all came up together and they're and uh, like Francis McDormand is in Blood Simple. She's yeah, co- like they're all family and stuff. So it's. it's um yeah they're uh, just keep talking cuz ignore the dog walking by.
2: <laughs> um
1: Great, but yeah, so that's the connection. I love it. Uh our next movie is The Evil Dead from 1981 directed by Sam Raimi. IMDb summary: Five friends travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release flesh possessing demons. <laughs>
0: Flesh, flesh possessing. possessing. You don't see it often. If that feels like I'm a, happy weird, to see it. a weird, like PC way to say it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> flesh possessing um, Americans. It's
0: actually flesh possessing.
1: Yeah. Possessing. Great. Possessing. <laughs> um, great. So this is The Evil Dead. Birthed a franchise. Uh, is I- iconic in the way that, like, there's a whole movie called The Cabin in the Woods, which is riffing on. This very thing Yeah. the man. entire horror genre. So, it's The Evil Dead. You had never seen it before.
0: I had never seen it
1: before. <laughs> it's... Uh, I had not seen it in a long time. I definitely saw... like I think I saw Army of Darkness first and then went back in college and watched...
0: Army of Darkness is, is oh, yeah, the third sorry. one?
1: So, Evil Dead. Mm. This is the... This movie... Made for absolutely no money, as you can tell when you watch yeah. it. But what a what what they did with that no money, crazy. <laughs> um, and then it was a hit.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and a few years later, they make Evil Dead Two. After Sam Raimi tried to make this movie or did make this movie called Crime Wave, which I think was written by the Cohen brothers or something. I don't know. Oh. I should know these things. I don't. But that movie, Crime Wave, was not a hit. So they were like, okay, Evil Dead Two, Electric
2: let's, let's do
1: it. <laughs> And for that one, they got a ton of a, a ton for them, more money. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: and so I actually started watching Evil Dead Two because I was trying to remember. I was like, "How is it connected?" And essentially, Evil Dead Two is like almost a remake of Evil Dead oh. in a weird way. Like it, the first ten minutes is a uh, recap of as a, like a recap of this movie made. Um, but but made again with a higher budget. Okay. Very strange. And then they do another. But it, but it's also crazy cuckoo town. The effects are insane. Like it's, it goes, it's it gets sillier, way sillier. Oh. Like it's insane. And then Army of Darkness is like a straight up comedy um, <laughs> where Ash, the Bruce Campbell character, goes back in time and fights a zombie army. Have you not seen the Army of Darkness? No. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> no, I have not.
1: And then there was the remake, mm. Evil Dead, which we did see, but you don't remember.
0: I don't remember. Who's in it?
1: I don't think anybody of note, but I, I have to look it up. And then there was a TV series called Ash vs. Evil Dead, which went for a couple seasons. And mm. now, later this year, there's going to be another Evil Dead movie called Evil Dead Rise. That I, that's all I know Does about. Does Sam
0: Raimi have anything to do with these remakes? I think he's anything? producing them. Okay.
1: But and I think that's it. And I think... Bruce Campbell's in the Evil Dead remake that we saw that we don't remember uh, briefly. Anyway, sorry, that's the that's the recap of the franchise. Um, How would you feel about Evil Dead?
0: Well, <laughs> um, listen, and, and I I uh, I always have trouble with. Kind of eighties horror in general. It's not
1: your your love,
0: right? And it's and the thing. The thing about it that it feels frustrating for me is that I do. I, we've talked about it ad nauseum. I I love horror films. I have I've come into loving horror films, and I feel like if I had had the foundation, if I had had if one of my siblings, my older siblings, were hella into horror films, yeah, right. It, the I I can feel I can feel the like nostalgia trying to take over me and it's just it just never quite get there (laughs) quite oh it never quite gets there (laughs) there we go um because they're just so goofy like yeah
1: well this one especially this
0: one especially is is goofy as hell right but you know right off the bat uh, literally, uh, literally, all signs point to no. Like it's just like <laughs> the car doesn't work and the bridge is almost oh, you out. Like, and I thought you meant
1: for you liking it, you mean no, like, no,
0: no, no. I mean like it, in the world because I think that's honestly one of my biggest issues with horror films is is I truly have trouble with the trope of uh the girl running up the stairs instead of out the front door. Yeah. Like like this the the thing where. Uh, people in horror movies are stupid does not work super well for me um, be, just because and, and maybe that's literally because I'm such a scaredy cat that like all of this like I heard a noise let me go investigate fuck no no or the house has a ghost in it let's like bring someone into no right. you
2: move <laughs> you get you out you
0: move yeah. you get the fuck out and you move yeah and so i just like and 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 these kind of like 80s horror films that's what it's all about is yeah. is kind of like like shh, just don't uh, it's fine just it, it's, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um and this movie is like crazy right with that stuff yeah um
1: yeah. The the thing you're talking about, nostalgia, it's funny because I don't think I saw this until later, but it does have, it just reeks like that feeling of nostalgia. The right, movie, like I get it. The movie that I have that nostalgia for, the movie is our Halloween and Friday the 13th. Like right. Friday the 13th, I don't think is as good, of, it's not like, as good a movie as Halloween
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it Friday the 13th is like the ultimate in terms of just that like nostalgia watching a VHS copy late at night
2: yeah Kevin
1: Bacon getting speared through the uh, chest after he has sex like that
2: <laughs> that and
1: being like oh that's the craziest thing I'll ever see in my life um, <laughs> yeah uh, and so that nostalgia thing and, and for me watching a movie clearly made by like a bunch of friends in the woods yes for no money yes um is like just such a like I just comforting thing to watch and I you know and when you watch this, you are watching a movie made for absolutely no money like, yeah, you know, we were having fun with some of the I mean it's it's a, such an achievement in so many ways and then it is like, uh, your shots out of focus, like <laughs> yeah. for half of it. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, but that's part of what makes it so endearing exactly. as well. Is it's that it, you polished. can you can feel that it's just like a group of friends like making this movie and I, reading all of the trivia. It sounds like it was a fucking miserable. <laughs> I'm experience. sure. A, like apparently, a bunch of the crew was staying in the cabin that they were oh my shooting God. in. There was no plumbing. Right. So they didn't get to take showers or anything. It was like a bunch of people in one room. It was. Freezing cold, right? Like just, it sounds like it was awful, yeah. And the, but it also, it sounds like the kind of thing that you would do in film school, right? That the, was you like you do
1: when you're 19 and yeah. you want to make a horror movie with your friends, and exactly. You got, and you got like a hundred thousand dollars or whatever they got, yeah. And, you know, yeah.
0: And it's just like so. So I, I feel that, and I feel like, you know, the kind of like love that yeah. Sam Raimi obviously has for this. This it feels like a real like a passion project yeah. in a weird way um and you know there's some really cool stuff that's happening in it like with lighting and effects it's a little overbearing but like <laughs> like there's a scene um the one girl oh it's after this scene that i'm just like
1: after the tree rape yeah, yeah. like i
0: really can't i don't know how to make that okay you
1: don't have to
0: and I was not ready for it and like
1: yeah that's the thing I think that's an infamous scene in this movie yeah people remember oh the tree rape you know what I mean yeah and it's bad it's It's it's,
0: really bad
1: it's not as bad as I remembered it being honestly like and I'm not excusing it I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's a good thing or anything like that like but I was going into it and it started and I was like oh fuck I forgot that there's like a tree rapes a girl in this yeah. movie. And it's definitely that. Yeah. And it's definitely bad. Yeah. Um, but I, in my mind, it went on for so much longer and it was like this brutal thing and it's like a couple of very unpleasant shots. And it, Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean,
0: I'm going to say that it's like pretty... Like I would put a trigger warning on it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I will probably put a trigger
0: warning at the beginning of this episode, just because we've said the word several times. But like, sure. um, But yeah, uh, it's not, it's not good. But it comes right after that scene, uh, and she runs back in the house and is like, "There's something in the woods. The woods are killing, trying to kill us. Whatever. I want to leave right now. Completely irrational. I want to leave right now. You're taking me out of here right now." Um, And it's like the three of them are in the doorway of the cabin. Oh, and yeah, yeah. look and they're like backlit and yeah. there's mist and it's just like the what i love about that is that like it looks a little corny like it doesn't actually make lighting sense yeah. if you will there's no reason for there there to be like a spotlight shining directly behind these three people in the doorway of the cabin but i can just feel uh, Sam Raimi going like that looks fucking cool you yeah, guys yeah, 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 yeah. that looks really cool and yeah. I'm just like oh you know what right. I mean.
1: <laughs> so he he goes for it with what little money they have yeah. and I think that that's what's so cool about this movie is that you feel his style and we've talked about him now with Drag Me to Hell and with Simple Plan yeah and you know you feel his style being birthed here
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the thing I was like you know I think I had trouble. Putting my finger on his st- his exact like, what it is that makes a Sam Raimi movie a Sam Raimi movie? Yeah. Before, but watching this one, I was like, oh, it's mayhem. That's like that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. you know it's and that's why Simple Plan is so good because that mayhem is so tightly controlled. Yeah. And here it's like we're just, just throwing shit off at the wall in a and, really, and that doesn't mean it's wall to wall mayhem. That's more Evil Dead too is wall to wall mayhem. <laughs> but it can't be because they don't have the money for it. But so when they do it especially the second half when things, I mean, things really go crazy. Yeah. Um, It's so satisfying and fun to watch and fun to watch, like, all the weird effects. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you know this going in because it's made in 1981, so it's a stupid thing to say, but it's, like, all practical effects. Yeah. There's that moon effect. Oh, my God. (laughs) Whenever they cut to the outside of the cabin, they've optically... Put in a full moon with like I don't know what the but it looks like someone like a blowing shadow, yeah. mist into uh, across the moon, but you know it's not a it's not a seamlessly done effect. No,
0: you can. So it's you can literally see the, box. the top right corner is a box right. with the moon in it, and it's just it made me laugh every time. Yeah. I remember
1: being a kid and watching the VHS we had of Star Wars, uh-huh. and you could see um, the box effect uh, like that. Around some of the Tie Fighters when they were in, you know, and, uh-huh. and just being a kid and being like, like just looking for that shit yeah. so hard and yeah, being yeah. so into that, you know, yeah. what I mean? um, so you know, even the kind of crappiness of that effect is is endearing because you see it, you see the seams, you're like really, I don't know, I I really love it. I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna say I like love this movie like it's Mm. I love the idea of it more than I love like watching it yeah you know what I mean yeah and I think by Evil Dead 2 and I haven't fully rewatched Evil Dead 2 yet I'm in the middle of it Mm. um but you get more of like oh this is just really fun and goofy and crazy yeah and in this one you're you know you're dealing with a 80 minute movie made for very little money in the 80s yeah so you're dealing with a lot of like clunkiness that is endearing, but not always the most fun to watch because it's fucking totally out of focus. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, No, clunky is a really good way to describe it. It's very, very clunky. Um, But at at the same time, they, they, with what they had, they were like, go big or go home. Yeah. And it's just like the makeup and, and the acting to some extent, there's some really good. Creepy shit happening. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know that it's good. A- good acting, but like when they are the two women when they're possessed, it's great. Yeah, and I guess the third one too. Although she, she doesn't have, she doesn't. Because I'm specifically thinking about. Uh, uh I can't remember their names. Sherry, shelly
1: Cheryl. That's funny. Um, Scotty, Ash, and Linda. That's funny that they had Shelly and Cheryl. I know, right? Hey, are Writing 101, guys. Come <laughs> on.
0: But there's the one, they, they trapped her in the cellar, and she's like, yeah. she has a lot of stuff going on there, and she just does really well with that, and then... Um, the one who's like laughing, yeah. that, that laugh is terrifying. Yeah. Um, and just like, so that's really fun and
1: cool. Right. Because, okay. So plot wise, we haven't said, <laughs> they get to the, yeah, they get to the cabin. It's five friends in a cabin. Yeah. They, uh, find a tape recording of an ancient incantation. They play it. You gotta. The whole thing. Right. They play the whole thing. And then that awakens an evil force in the woods that comes and just like possesses them and turns them into like, not zombies, Mm because they're, but demons. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's it's funny that you mentioned that about the girls because I'm sure this has been, I'm like, I'm sure there's books written about this. Like I, this is not a novel observation, but it is interesting that it's, Instead of a final girl, it's a final guy, and yeah. all the all the women be, are the ones who become the monsters in this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could read into that if you wanted <laughs> what's going on with Sam Raimi, but I think, <laughs> but it is, um, it's like an interesting switcheroo, and I think maybe that's why one of the reasons why it's like kind of endured is just because it's different yeah. in that way. Yeah. Um. Uh. But also one of the reasons it's endured is because it's just like crazy. Like, yeah. They go the. The effects and the gore. When they can do it, they do it really well. Yeah. I'm thinking of, there's a pencil in the foot. Ooh, it's that bad. is crazy. There's a decapitation. There's, a, there's
0: and the, an eye push. A oh, thumb, there's an eye some push. push. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like.
1: I wonder ee, if this was ee. the first eye push. <laughs> I'd be interested because that happens all the time now. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. 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 Um. One thing. Final word on the uh, tree scene. I don't mean to dwell on it, mm. but it was. It is. And I. You know. It is like, yes, we're looking at it with today's eyes and, and whatever, but it is a bummer in the movie. And it is especially a bummer, I think, watching it because it's the first thing that happens. Like, yeah. The first evil thing that happens. Yeah. it's You know, you don't get the demons. You get this woman running through the woods and then a tree assaults her. Right. <laughs> and it's and- like... Oh, is that what this movie is? What's going on? Right, and it's
0: also it's also in the way that it's not addressed, and I don't just mean like they don't believe, you know. Like I think obviously, if if uh, someone came running in and said a tree assaulted me, right, right, be like, what, honey, what's going on? Right, but not even in that way. She doesn't. It's she doesn't acknowledge. What's happened to her? Right. She does not say, I was assaulted by a tree. She also, it's not even like, oh, there's a moment where she almost says that and realizes that that sounds crazy and just says, I want to get out of here. She's just hysterical when she gets back and talking about how the, the woods are going to kill them and blah, blah, blah. But it's just never acknowledged, which is is as you said
1: a bummer well, it was just a written by men moment right you know I where mean? it's like, just like
0: as if it's as if it's like well yeah that's like what happens in horror movies <laughs> yeah like, exactly no right. um,
1: um and it's it's a i think it's a bummer too I, I agree with everything you said and i think it's a bummer too because it it um it, this movie is like so fun yeah and it feels like they they were trying to like up the the crazy fun goofy like over the top, in your face factor, yeah, um, and it certainly does all that. But it's also like, well, that one is obviously like a bummer. And yeah, it is kind it's of, not. Yeah, anyway, I don't mean to dwell on it. No, no. Um, but it is. I think it's important. It's a. It, it's one of the interesting things about the movie.
0: Right. Well, and, and and as as you said, like very written by men. Very just not. Oh, what do I, I'm not trying to let them off the hook and say that they weren't trying to do harm, but I also think that that's part of it. I think that it didn't occur to them. Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: Like, um, exactly. It's not letting them off the hook, but it's just acknowledging like, yeah, it's probably a, a bunch of guys in the woods making a movie. Right. And trying to outgross each other. And yeah. Like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, I... Uh, And it's a horror movie. Right, (laughs) exactly. It's it's not, yeah. um, I love that. My favorite gross moment, though, is definitely when, uh, I think it's Linda, gets decapitated. Uh Uh-huh. And then she's just on top of Ash, her boyfriend, just spilling (sighs) tons of blood on his face. (laughs) It's so gross. really fun in that way. And I think... Also, you can feel in the end and again, in even the first 20 minutes of Evil Dead 2 that I've watched, mm-hmm. this is like, this is um, uh, paid off in such a crazy way. But you can feel by the end of this movie, them stretching every dollar into whatever effects they can. And it's so much about the effects. Yeah. There's the one that you called out of the mirror. Oh, that was, that was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And you, it's, um, I don't exactly remember the moment, like what's going on, yeah. but Ash is looking in a mirror and he reaches out and it, it, the mirror is water. Yeah. And it, so it kind of like. So he goes ripples. to touch it,
0: the mirror and his hand just goes in it.
1: Right. Which is obviously a thing like the thumb eyes that has been done a million times since then. I'm thinking of the matrix. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. in the matrix it's like digital CG, and nothing against the matrix, but like it's and even, but the simplicity of this effect of just, it is water. Yeah. And they shot it in a way that it uses, it, like, it's so cool. Yeah. And, um, all the time-lapse, like, stop-motion stuff at the yeah, end is really cool. Yeah, at the
0: end is cool.
1: Because you think you're getting, I, 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 here's what I'll say. Okay, sorry. Uh-huh. Is that you come to this Cabin in the Woods movie and you think you're getting a slasher, a normal slasher, buckets of blood, big knives, breasts like whatever yeah and what you wind up getting is like some of the craziest like craft yeah of movie making yeah and of effects and of everything that uh not to be pretentious everything that cinema can do (laughs) um you gotta go yeah i gotta go (laughs)
0: um
1: but anyway i think that that's such a cool payoff uh for this movie and then this franchise
2: yeah um
1: And then it's cool, sorry, and then it's cool that the franchise gets, like, I really love it when, when like, every movie is different, in a way, and Evil Dead 2 is, in some ways, exactly the same. Right. But is, diff- is so, is such an up, like, it's such a different movie to watch because of the budget, and because, oh, now we're getting to do what, like, we can do, we can pay all this off. And then yeah. Army of Darkness is, like, a... Fully different thing, but the same tone. Uh huh. And I just love that. I think that's so cool. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: No, it does. It does. Yeah. Um,
1: so I have a lot of affection for this movie.
0: Yeah, I and I understand that affection. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I can't say that I liked it. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I can't say that I will ever watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I feel you know, the affection and I feel the, the nostalgia of it all. Yeah. And, and, uh, I don't, I don't want to say importance, but
1: I kind mean, of yeah, the, the place
0: that it has in right. kind of cinematic.
1: Oeuvre. <laughs> well, now you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> um, great.
0: Great. Um, okay, is it available?
1: Also on HBO Max. Oh, you can have a little double feature. They're
0: buddies, just they're like buddies.
1: we did. HBO Max. Great. I, probably my favorite of the services. Wow. Really great library. Better library than most, I would say.
2: Bold Plus statement. You get HBO. Yeah. Love
1: it. Wow. Watch yourself some some Pranos.
0: This episode sponsored by HBO.
1: HBO Max. Just
0: kidding. Uh,
1: Check out. The Minx or whatever the sh- the, the new show, the new show on HBO Max.
0: <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay, um, here we are at the the crux of the thing.
1: The crux of the thing. I mean, we're not getting rid of Clueless. right? We're
0: not getting rid of Clueless.
1: And here's the thing: we didn't talk about this, but we have Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness on DVD.
2: Right. I picked so... them up
1: at I think Tunes of Hoboken. Hey. Check it out for all your used DVD. Uh, needs probably paid two dollars each for those for
0: all of your used DVD needs.
1: Yeah, look, yep. we got uh, a bunch of freaks listening to this. <laughs> um, so it would be breaking up a set. Yeah, uh, and I I like these movies, so maybe we could do a rule or a donation.
0: I think we got to do a rule or donation because I certainly don't want to take Evil Dead away from you.
1: Great. Let's do a rule. Okay. Sorry, I no, fully zoned out into another universe yeah, for a I, second. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and so, if you if you're just listening to the, for the first time, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> what <you're>, an episode! <laughs> but if you're just listening to the, for the first time, if we can't decide which movie we keep in our collection, then we go to a what? <laughs> what?
0: That was just a so funny. If we can't decide which movie we keep. <laughs>
1: If we can't decide which movie we're keeping in our collection, we go to a rule. The rules are user submitted. We choose randomly one of these rules. Yeah. And in these rules, there is a poison pill that we've gotten. I'd
0: say there's a couple of poison pills. Yeah,
1: exactly. That yeah. says we have to get rid of both.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's the ultimate poison pill. All right. All right. Here we go. Um. So 12? 12, 12 is our 12 number? 12 rules. Great. Let's pick a rule. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 12.
1: A random number between 1 and
0: 12 is
1: 11. 11. Allison rule number 4, call Allison.
0: Call Allison. (laughs) Yes.
1: Let's go. Let's go. We're calling Allison. (laughs) Uh, This is our friend Allison. Uh, Avid
0: deathmatch (laughs) head. Avid deathmatch
1: head. Excited to... Call her. Come on, Mike. Get it. Pull it up. What is going on? <laughs> All right, we're gonna see if she's around.
0: Hey, Michael Polaski.
1: What's up? Hi. How's it going?
0: Uh, it's going all right. I'm at Babies All Right in
1: Williamsburg like a cool kid. All right, great. <laughs> we're at home. We're recording our podcast, and we have a question for you. I figured.
2: I did not think of another reason why you'd
1: be calling me. <laughs> um, okay, the movies are, we, we can't decide between, our Clueless and The Evil Dead. Fuck. <laughs>
2: right? This is a very hard pairing.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And it's hard because they're both timeless enough that it's not necessarily like either of them are ever going to disappear from being viewable online.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. I don't know
2: if this is allowed into the rules. What are the quali- like? What what kind of discs are they?
1: This is a great question. They're fine discs. Yeah. The, but not, the. Uh, there's no features on Clueless, but it looked great. Evil Dead was totally fine and has a bunch of features, but...
2: My, so also, sorry for the bad audio. No, it's
1: great. I love it. <laughs> this is this is what we want.
0: My, my gut says Evil Dead, because I do think Clueless will stand longer as a viewable thing on streaming one place or another.
1: Get so rid of Evil, Evil Dead or Dead. keep Evil Dead?
0: I'm gonna
1: say keep Evil Dead. Keep Evil Dead. Wow, Allison. This
0: is original. Wait, to clarify, this is original Evil Dead, right?
1: Yeah, the original Evil Dead. Yeah, 1981. And
0: Yeah, I love, I love both yearly, but I do think
2: Clueless is always gonna be
1: streamable somewhere. Wow, wow, wow. wow. And you
0: know
2: I love Cisco. This, this is not. Just, like, <laughs> they're my man.
1: Perfect. But this I is great. Thank my, you. That's my ruling. We appreciate you, and thank you so much. <laughs> and. uh <laughs> And I look forward to hanging out someday before we're all dead. That'd be great. We'll see. You know? Um, yeah. We'll see. Alright. Uh, go Have enjoy Babies Alright. Bye. Alright, bye.
0: Wow. 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 An upset. Oh wow. It happened. Wow. You bet you're feeling pretty good right now. We're getting a little ravenous payback Yeah, aren't this is you? payback
1: for getting rid of ravenous.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, Them's the breaks, I guess. Them's the
1: breaks. A lady director disrespected. A lady
0: director,
1: as as was with Ravenous, a lady director disrespected.
0: Well. Um, that was way harsh, Allison.
1: Wow. So it there, see what I did
0: there? I see did. an iconic line I from understand. Clueless. Listen, uh. Them's the breaks. She's not wrong. Clueless, I'm sure, will be available yeah. uh, streaming for a very long time to come. So, I guess we're getting rid of that disc. We're doing it. Well, thanks, Clueless. <laughs> we'll see you again.
1: <laughs> you don't feel good about it
0: I don't feel great about it But also uh, yeah, That's the rules That's, that's the what rules we're doing. You gotta follow the rules, man
1: I'm a rule exactly. follower I love to follow a rule <laughs> Great <laughs> <laughs> Okay When you edit this Can you make us sound less insane? Please? No
0: More insane great. Okay, let's move on from this horrific uh, tragedy and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible injustice. And uh, let's pick our, our next matchup, shall we? Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321.
2: A random number between
0: 1 and 1,321 is 466.
1: 466. From 2001, Get Over It. <laughs> You're so excited.
0: Speaking of the queen, Kirsten Dunst, baby! <laughs> oh my god.
1: I've never seen this movie.
0: Oh my god.
1: But I do get it oh confused with Drive Me Crazy.
0: Get Over It is incredible. Okay. Okay. You've got a fucking musical. We'll talk about oh, it next week. Oh, my God. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Oh, it stars our Ukrainian queen. Yeah. Uh, Mila Kunis also. Oh, yes. this cast. Oh, my God, this cast.
0: I mean, you're getting hype. I see it. I see the hype in your eyes.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and
1: 1,321 is 86. 86. Okay. That's not what I would have done, but that's fine. 86. Oh, God. Uh, From 2003. American wedding. Oof. (laughs) Boof. Oof, ba, boof. Oof, ba, boof. Why?
0: Allison Hannigan, that's why. Okay.
1: (laughs) Great.
0: Um, wow. Two 2000s classics. <laughs> are Ugh. you hype? How are your hype levels?
1: I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a lot of regrets. <laughs> um, all right. Well, get over it. An American wedding. This is going to be great. This is going to be so great. This is going to be so great.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Especially because you've never seen get over it, right?
1: No. Wow. I have not. Wow. An American Wedding. Let's see. I'm gonna look because I, you know, I've talked about it before. I rate every movie. I have a little database. Every movie I've seen, I give it a little rating.
0: Look at just it in his for little my little database. Just
1: to just to remember. Let's see what I gave American Wedding. Yep. Uh, one out of ten. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, great wow uh well we'll see y'all next week
0: yes this is, <laughs> I, I mean if that doesn't call you back for next week I, I don't I don't know well listen thank you so much for listening especially if you got this far we're dvd deathmatch in all of the places we got the insta we got the twitter we got the gmail we got the world Wide web and I hope that you um, get together with your pals and make a fun movie there you go do it It'll be fun. Great. You don't need money. Sam Raimi proved that.
1: He had a lot of money. <laughs> he had like $300,000. Oh,
0: okay, fine. Okay. Uh, listen, one more time. Come back next week. And see who survives.
1: DVD. DVD. Death Deathmatch. Why Why one more time?
0: Because I already said listen, so I'm saying listen one more time.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, is this our last episode? No. (laughs) (laughs) We're going out on American Wedding and get over it? I
2: forgot to tell you.